Hey everyone, welcome to the Planned, Prepped, and Productive Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Spackman, registered dietitian and mom of three, and believer in peaceful, easy, but also homemade family meals. On this podcast, I'm helping moms master mealtime and become the boss of their kitchen. As you do this, you'll find more peaceful meals through prep and planning. We will do this by focusing on four pillars for making mealtime manageable, doable, and if you give it a chance, maybe even fun. The four pillars are mindset and self-care, planning and organization, meal planning, and meal prep. This is episode 90, Stop Quitting on Your Goals by Using a Planner. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm thrilled to be here today. First off, I have to uh, give a little apology because I missed last episode of the podcast. Um, My newborn son ended up catching RSV over Thanksgiving. So we got to spend uh, four days following that in the hospital. It was one of the scariest, most awful moments of my life. Um, and then another week after that, uh, he was on oxygen at home. So, so due to that emergency, I missed, uh, an episode of the podcast, but I'm thrilled to be back. Thrilled that, um, everything's going okay. So we're good around here. We're all recovered. Um, and I'm really excited to talk to you about planning in the new year. So if you know me very well or have followed along with the podcast, you know that I'm all about making small, sustainable changes. I'm big into habits over goals. In fact, I have an entire episode, which I will drop a link to um, about why habits are better than goals. But... I know that goals and New Year's resolutions are a big part of the new year. Um, And I was complaining about it a little bit to my husband and he's like, well, why don't you just lean into that? He said that um, it's naturally a time, the new year, that we want to change and make adjustments. Um, So why not lean into helping you all with that rather than um, being frustrated or annoyed at why we decide arbitrarily that the new year is the time to overhaul and change our lives. So uh, today I want to talk about actually succeeding at goals, um, which really means succeeding at teeny tiny habits most of the time, um, and how I use a planner to do this. So I've been using a planner, honestly, since high school. And I really, I think I took a little break after I stopped working and became a mom for a little while before I realized that I need a planner just as much, if not more, when I'm a mom, a stay-at-home mom. Um, And it honestly is life-changing. But I've made a lot of changes over the years in how I plan and how I use a planner where when I was in high school and college, I I used them pretty traditionally, as you would expect. I wrote in my assignments, their due dates, um, but it wasn't really about personal development where now uh, my planner is key to my personal development and the way that I achieve and accomplish any goals. Um, And I'm not here to say that I'm the end all be all expert to achieving goals, but I have found so much greater success in my goals in the past three to four years or so that I've really started using my planner to do so. So let me just tell you a little bit about my planner. Um, I use a custom planner that I make based on my own needs, based on my own goals. But I started out with just a notebook. I liked the idea of bullet journaling, but... 
bullet journaling wasn't for me because I'm not artistic, but let me tell you why it's a good idea to start with a notebook or why you might want to bullet journal uh, first. Uh, and that's so that you can really fine tune what you like in a planner. And I'm going to call this a planner slash journal because that's really what kind of changed in the most recent years is that instead of just being a planner organizer, my planner became a journal in somewhere that I reflected as well. So it's really just this living, breathing book that kind of takes care of all aspects of my life. Anyway, but I started with a notebook and that way I was able to tweak and change things week by week because I was drawing out my own layouts. Once I kind of got an idea what I liked and what I wanted, I started to create my own planners. And if that's something you're interested in, please let me know. I've got my mini meal prep course out I'm working on, as has been promised for a long time, but working on a longer full course that should be out this spring. Um, and after that, I'm really open to kind of where to go next. So if you're interested in the idea of planning, making your own planners, or even purchasing uh, custom planner journals, let me know. And I will add that to my list of possible potential topics. Anyway, sales pitch aside, my planner journal is key to me accomplishing my goals um, and New Year's resolutions. So I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about this time of year. Right now, you're probably feeling that itch to start making goals. You're probably feeling like you're busting out of your pants after eating so many holiday treats. You are maybe tired, a little bit lethargic, maybe feeling like you need some better boundaries if the holidays were stressful for you. Um, maybe feeling like you want to be more intentional, spend more time with your family if you, again, were busy, busy, busy all holiday season. It really is kind of a natural time, um, aside from it being the new year, um, with everything else going on. It's a natural time to start thinking about changes that you want to make. But if you're like most people, you come up with 10 different changes you're going to make write them all down. Uh, you're probably going to be really good at them for two weeks, maybe three weeks. Um, and at first you'll feel like a new you. You'll feel like, man, I've got this. This is no big thing. And then the adrenaline wears off a little bit and you'll miss a day and of whatever your goal is. And maybe you miss two days. And then by mid-February, you're not even thinking about your goals anymore, right? I think we've all experienced that. I know I have time and time again, um, until I started changing my mindset a little bit to habits over goals, which again, I'm going to drop that episode because I think it's really important one to listen to first before we dig too far into using your planner. So I changed my mindset to habits over goals. And I also started really utilizing my planner as a tool. So let's dig into how your planner can be your very best tool for actually accomplishing your goals. And we're going to talk about five different ways that your planner is able to help you. The first thing that your planner can do for you is to be sort of like an accountability partner. So I was talking to my mom and my sister over Christmas break, and both of them are doing a fitness, healthy living type program, um, and they have a coach. And I think it was Christmas Eve. Uh, maybe the day before, and they both kind of whined and dragged themselves out of bed uh, to do a HIT workout. 
And both of them were like, oh, this is the last thing I want to be doing right now, except that I would much rather do this workout now than tell my coach that I didn't do it or that I failed at the goal, right? So we all have experienced something like that where when we have someone counting on us, we are a lot better able to follow through. So my planner for me helps me make myself my accountability partner. Now, I wish I could say that I was as good at being accountable to myself as I am to other people. I'm not just like I would expect all of you are not, but the planner makes me just a little bit more accountable to myself because when I write things down, it's sort of like a promise to myself. It's written somewhere. It's in stone. If someone checked out my planner, they would know that I promised myself I was going to do something and it's just right there. And that is huge for me and has really helped me go from being that type of person that writes out 10 goals on New Year's Day um, and never looks back at them to someone that reviews her goals constantly, which is another really great thing about a planner or a planner journal is that it allows you to constantly be reviewing those goals, which is really essential to accomplishing them. Okay, so number two, the second thing your planner does for you is it allows you to easily track your progress and streaks. So I want to talk a little bit about streaks for a minute. You may have even heard of some of these apps that they have. I think there is an app called Streaks that's all about just tracking your habits and keeping track of each day you do them. And something in our human psychology loves streaks. And marketing companies are aware of this. Even marketing companies that you wouldn't consider being a company that's helping you with your goals. For example, my bank tells me how many days in a row I've logged in every time I log in. And that motivates me for whatever reason to want to keep logging in every day and keeping track of my money. You also have basic like rewards programs like buy 10 cups of coffee and get your 11th one free or uh, buy five movie tickets and get one free. This, all of this is kind of, um, digging into that. All this is kind of digging into that human nature of loving to fill out streaks and see your progress. So doing this in a planner journal is really helpful. You can do this a number of ways. You can create a habit tracker where you get to, you know, check off every single day that you accomplish whatever uh, task or habit or goal you're working towards, or even just being able to look back at all of the filled out pages, uh, you'll see your progress. So I find that really, really motivating and really helpful uh, in helping me stay on top of my goals and remember the bigger picture and what it is that I'm working for. Okay, so the third thing is that goals allow... Okay. So the third thing, and I hope that I say this correctly, um, in a way that makes sense is that a planner allows you to use your goals to give your daily life direction instead of your daily life getting in the way of your goals. So there are a number of different reasons that we fail at our goals, right? We're, so it may be that let's say we've decided we're going to exercise three days a week and we've done it those first three weeks of January because we're going on adrenaline and we feel great. But the next week, um, the baby is sick and he's keeping you up all night long or you get a new job and suddenly you have less time or, or, or we just keep coming up with these excuses for ourselves. Right. And I want to be clear here that I think it's completely normal to 
fall off the bandwagon, so to speak, and to have weeks where our goals do not take priority. So I just want to make that clear before we talk about this. However, if you're a mom, which I'm assuming many of you are, then you know that there is always something to get in the way. And if you wanted to, you could easily fill your entire day with mom tasks and you would never run out of things to do. And you would still probably feel like you weren't doing all the things, right? So we need a way to kind of turn the tables uh, so that we're not just being sucked into all the housework, all of the cleaning, all of the cooking, etc., And we're able to really make progress toward our goals. And using a planner is key for this. I'm actually going to have another planner episode after this one, because as I started writing this one, it was really just too much to fit into one episode and be cohesive or helpful. So in the next episode, I'm going to take you into my exact planning process and how I'm planning my goals with a planner. But here, I just want to say that when you plan out, let's take that exercising three times a week example. When you plan out, I'm going to exercise three days a week. That would be maybe on a weekly page that you've said that. Or also on that weekly page, you might say I'm working out Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Maybe on your daily pages, you're writing out, this is exactly what I'm doing. This is exactly how long I'm doing it for. This is where I'm doing it. Uh, You really want to plan down to the very last detail, and you'll notice that you're a lot more effective as you do this. And the reason for that is because suddenly you've taken your goals and you've put them first. They're first in your planning, and suddenly all these mom tasks get to fit in around your goals. I love that about planners, and that is one huge reason why they've been so effective for me as a mom to keep working towards my goals. Okay, the fourth thing is that a planner allows you to break down your goals into actionable steps. So I already kind of mentioned this as we were talking about giving your daily life direction um, and getting really, really specific with those goals. But in school, for example, when you started learning about how to make goals, you probably learned SMART goals, which I talk about in a previous lesson why those are not always my favorite. However, (laughs) there is value to them. And you're taught you know, to make a goal that's specific, measurable, actionable, realistic, and timely. So first you write out the goal and then you write out all of how you're going to make that doable. However, as we talked about at the beginning of this episode, after you write that all out, what usually happens? You forget it, right? We really need to add to the SMART goal to make it effective. And the thing that I think it's missing is kind of a reflection step at the end, um, a chance to reevaluate and see how things are going. Because most of the time you set the goal and then forget about it. But this can be really tricky to figure out how to do just because many of us are not in the habit of looking at a notebook every single day or reflecting and evaluating, which is why I find it so useful to combine your journal with your planner. And that will allow you to constantly be checking, which means these teeny tiny actionable steps that you create from a very big goal actually get done and you're reviewing them often. Okay. So number five, 
The last thing, and this ties in really well to what we were just talking about, is that using a planner allows you to easily course correct. So another problem that many people have with these New Year's resolutions is that you start out, you're three weeks in, things are going well, and you start to feel yourself burning out. You start to miss days. And for most people, this is the part where they quit. They think, nope, it's too hard. I'm not cut out for this. But this is the point where instead you should be evaluating and readjusting. So let's talk about that example of exercising three days a week. Let's say you've done it and then you've hit that plateau where you're not doing it anymore. So do you quit or do you reevaluate? So the most important thing here is to think about why is it that you're not accomplishing this task? What are the roadblocks that are getting in your way and making it not possible? So let's say I'm using the baby as an example, because it's my excuse right now, most of the time. So let's say your baby's not allowing you to sleep at night and you're tired. Um, Is there any way you can get extra help so that you're well rested? And will that solve the problem of not being able to follow through? Or Maybe three days a week is just not a realistic goal right now, and you can change it to one day a week. Maybe that particular day can be a day when your spouse is home so that you're able to get the sleep you need and be well rested. There's an infinite number of roadblocks, and that's just mine that I'm giving you an example of. However, once again, this planner journal gives you the space and the opportunity to reflect on your goals and to make adjustments as needed. So if you notice yourself failing, I'm using failing with air quotes if you can see me because I don't really believe in failure um, in this case. But if you're failing, if you're not following through on what you said you would, you get the chance to evaluate and course correct and still potentially make progress toward those goals. All right, so that's my spiel why a planner is key to achieving your 2022 goals. I hope that you guys have some big plans and big dreams for the new year uh, if it's related to mealtime, cooking, meal prep, or even planning. I'm your girl, so uh, hang out. Tell me what you want to learn more about. As I said, next week we're going to be continuing this topic And I'm going to be sharing with you my two foolproof methods for goal planning, goals that you are sure to achieve. Thanks so much for listening, friends. I'm so glad you're here and I wish you a happy new year. Happy planning. Happy planning.